1: You are Locked On Jags, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: What up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Locked On Jaguars. On a Monday, as we get back to our five days a week, of recording because it's your team every day, and we're glad to bring you this content. We're also getting ready for training camp, which starts here pretty soon. Um, We'll know uh, about the credential process soon, and uh, we'll keep your heads up on the days that we'll be able to go out to practice and start getting some information and getting some guests and having a good time with that and giving you some additional news and notes because I know everybody's ready for Total Meat Leather and uh, get started with, with everything that's going on. I know you guys want to keep up also with your fantasy football information, and you can do that by subscribing to Locked On Fantasy Football, which is a daily podcast hosted by Vinny Lyer of Sporting News. Uh, it never fails to get the information that you need, and you can get that here. Subscribe to Locked On Fantasy Football on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. All right, so what we're going to hit today is this some storylines that you expect uh, to dominate camp, some things that you're anxious to see and hear. I put out a little feeler for it yesterday. I won't go through each individual one and mention names like I normally do whenever I take a little bit of a poll, but I'll give you the, the, the scope of some of the things that most people want to know or they can't wait to see. And then in segment three, After we do that in segment two, after I give you this overview in segment one, in segment three, what we're going to do is discuss surprises. Who can be this year's James Robinson? And I know it's like, well, we, you know, you find those guys once every blue moon, right? But last year kind of spoiled you. And whenever you get an unrestricted free agent or a a late round draft pick to turn out to be more than you think he was going to be, it's always a plus long-term for your franchise. Therefore, I do believe that, You leave room for it to happen every single year if you do everything the way you're supposed to be doing it from a perspective of talent evaluation, knowing who you are, knowing the athletic profile of the guys that you're going to bring in, and getting guys, making sure you get them at those specific positions that will create competition and also raise the floor of your room. So I'll go to some candidates who are this year's James Robinson, the surprise. But quickly back to the first segment a quick overview of uh, where we are, what has gone on to this point, uh, what they need, and uh, what they're a little bit short of. I'll give you that synopsis, and maybe that will set us up for some of the things that we look for in training camp. Um, I, I, I think the Jaguars may, have not, may not have done quite enough in, ter- in, two, in two specific positions. One is the tight end position, and we all know that already. And it may not be something that is uh, emphasized, but with a rookie quarterback, I think it should be because it gives him a dump-off buddy. It gives him that other guy that he's always looking for, and it also gives you a little bit of extra protection along the offensive line when you have a guy who can block. And uh, from a a situational standpoint, I think it helps that you have a a, a multipurpose guy at that position because you can fool the defense without substituting whether it's going to be a run or a pass. Defensively, I, I'm going to still. I know they got Jihad Ward, and I know they got uh, 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 Dewan Smoot. I almost said Fred Smoot, Dewan Smoot, and uh, they they drafted the rookie Smith. I get it, and they're hoping that Chaseon uh, can develop a little bit more, and they are also hoping that Josh Allen can get back uh, into the swing of things. I still wanted them to go out and get an extra pass rusher, though. I really, really did. I wanted them to go out and get that extra pass rusher. I also sort of wanted them to go out and get another guard on offense uh, who could push for a starting position. We talked about this ad nauseum. They believe they're fine on the offensive line. They absolutely think that the offensive line is where they need to be. They're good to go with that. So – Whether I want it or not, they think they're fine with the offensive line. They've been thinking that for a couple of years, and I I didn't. Uh, But, uh, you know, being that that's such a critical position, for Urban Meyer to also uh, retain George Warhop, the offensive line coach, even though he made wholesale changes at other positions, and for them not to really, really go out and overly address the offensive line, it tells me that the assessment of the last – Regime and the personnel department, and the scouting department, and maybe the tape that I don't, you know, sit there and nitpick, that they're they're right. They believe that they're fine at those positions. So um, we will touch a little bit of offensive line, though. We will touch a little bit of tight end in things that we hope, some storylines. Those two positions will actually be highlighted in the storylines that really dominated uh, the question that I put out to everyone. So we ain't going to drag this along. We're going to get into the meat of our show and the meat of our program and really, really discuss those things. Quickly, though, I also want to see the flow from the coaches. What happens when you really, truly start grinding on these guys? There's been a lot of talk about how enthusiastic everyone has been. There's been a lot of talk about how uh, you know, everyone has, has been ten toes down with anticipation and participation and how uh, all of the coaches are getting the best out of the players. It's really been nothing but good information. I think when you get into a camp situation, though, now, where you're talking about competition, and a coach has to narrow this thing down from 90 to 53, what you're going to probably see is you're going to see a little bit of that good guy, bad guy stuff. You're going to see a little bit of grinding. You're going to see the coach pushing. You're going to see him not as Urban Meyer, not as um, optimistic, or not as encouraging uh, every single day as you have seen in the offseason, season, because now. You have to start separating the men from the boys. You know, there are 37 guys, for the most part, that aren't going to be on the active roster that are out there. Right now, he has 90 people. And in college, he had 85 to 90 guys. And you love them all. You love them all. You wouldn't have them on your – they wouldn't even be in training camp if you didn't love them all. How is Urban – how are Urban's mannerisms going to change as we proceed towards training camp and actually get into training camp? Those are the things – that we want to pay attention to. All right, man, so first segment, we're going to talk about the storylines. I just actually gave you one, but the bigger storylines that will probably dominate uh, and that fans will be looking forward to and that media are going to pay so much close attention to, those big storylines, along with the probability of finding another James Robinson, at what position will it come and who might it be? All right, we're going to check all of that stuff out. We're going to get to it here on a Monday edition of Locked On Jaguars. After I tell you about Built Bar, Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market, and there is absolutely no doubt about that. Built Bar has nine delicious, great flavors, and you can check those out at builtbar.com, but they have nine great flavors, so that m- no matter what, no matter what, You like they're all good, but you can choose your favorite. My favorite is the salt version of built bars. And I've told you guys that I love that salted caramel because of the contrast between the salt and the sweet. And it's just like eating a candy bar, except it's good for you because it's packed with protein, uh, low calorie, low carb, very low sugar. And if you're working out and trying to lose weight like me, you don't get punished for tasting something that tastes good. It's the best taste of protein bar ever. And you can get it at BuiltBar.com. All you got to do is use the promo code LOCK 15 and you'll get 15% off of your first order of Built Bars. Go to BuiltBar.com. Go to Twitter at at Bar underscore Built to keep up with all the latest information about Built Bar.
0: You moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or you switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming or maybe you just rode the stock market to the moon and back. Any of those things that you did or any other moves that you made, TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and every deduction you deserve, filing with 100% accuracy and getting you your max refund guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax today, make your moves, they'll make them count. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live.
2: Rolling along here on a Monday. We're back at five days a week. We're also still working out the kinks of the Locked On Jaguars YouTube page, the well, I'm, the Locked On NFL YouTube page, all of that stuff. I'm going to try to get that done for you this week because it's very, very important. I had a little bit of a snafu with some equipment and some equipment issues and then I ain't the most technical person in the world, but I actually did have legitimate issues. So I have some equipment that is uh, being repaired and I have some stuff on order that's going to actually make that look really, really nice. And I want to present it right. So we're going to get it right before we just start dump, jump, jumping into it. But I want I'm going to continue to remind you to be on the lookout for uh, that information and, and that new thing that we're doing here on YouTube with all of our Locked On uh, podcasts here on the Locked On Podcast Network. So we're talking about training camp and we're talking and discussing, uh, in this second segment, the storylines heading into training camp that I know everyone's going to be very, very anxious to talk about. Everyone's going to be, uh, discussing it ad nauseum, whether it's uh, through the media, uh, or, or whatever. So once the balls start flying and the whistle start blowing, the first thing is the, the, uh, the micro vision that everyone is going to have on Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is going to be under the microscope. Every single thing I'm going to tell you right now, every single thing that he does well is going to be expected. And every single day that he might not throw well or overthrows a ball or throws an interception, it's going to be looked at as uh oh by some people. I'm going to remind everyone training camp and practice, especially for rookies is where you learn to get past and beyond your mistakes. I don't care who you are as a player. You're going to make mistakes as rookies in the National Football League because there's a tremendous jump in talent level, speed, uh, the nuances of the game that you have to know. And if Urban Meyer and crew are smart, they will put as much pressure on Trevor Lawrence to learn how to get through those things in practice so that he's prepared for the game. It's not... Practice isn't for you to make sure that your quarterback looks good just so uh, we can all write about it and everybody can talk about it and then so people won't say negative things. Training camp, and we're all fortunate to be there and have eyes, and we're all fortunate to have media people, uh, even if I'm not there, who will report on it, on exactly what they see. I've given an example in the past. This is like watching the late, great Michael Jackson on the first day of choreography for a tour, people are gonna make mistakes. They're gonna stop the action. People are gonna fall. They're not gonna get it. They're gonna get it wrong, okay? Until it's time to go out and actually do it, and then it's gonna look flawless. Don't get to the point where you overreact by every negative thing that you see happen uh, on the football field, especially with the rookie quarterback. Uh, he's gonna have his growing pain. He's going to have his growing pains just like everybody else. Those guys on the other, ball, other side of the ball, they're trying to make the team too, and they're trying to make money too. And after going over and over the same plays over, over again pretty soon, they're going to know exactly what he's going to do, and he's going to make mistakes. The key is how does he respond to them, all right? So that's one storyline. The other storyline is we're going to say it. It's going to be Tim Tebow. Whether it's deserved or earned or merited, it does not matter. People are going to want to know what's going on with Tim Tebow and if he has a legitimate shot to make this football team. I expect it. You should all expect it. We all expect it. Especially if he actually goes out and does some things really, really well and him being back in football shape and and getting acclimated back to the game. The question is this for me. Because he's so physical, does actually putting on the pads help him or does it hurt him? From a physical standpoint, it should help him because that's what he does. He's a big physical guy who plays physically, right? The negative is that when you put on the pads, that's mean, that means everything is going full speed. You don't put pads on it and, and, and go half or three-quarter speed. So that means processing information, and that means actually playing uh, well and having to react not so much as think about things and, and having guys that are going to put up the maximum amount of resistance. So – There's a difference when you have the ball in your hand and there's a difference between you getting to a spot waiting for the ball to be delivered. So I want to see how Tim Tebow responds to that. I think it's going to be pretty clear uh, sooner than later whether or not he's going to be able to acclimate himself uh, to at least hang around here in the preseason and give them something to think about. Walker Little. Will Walker Little play so good that the Jaguars have to find a way to get him on the field this year? And I don't care what spot that is. That could be at right guard, right tackle, or left tackle, even though they know he's the future at left tackle. Or if he's one of the five best offensive linemen, do you just sit him and wait him and then play him uh, in stretches to allow him to acclimate himself to the game? Cam Robinson. How does Cam Robinson handle the fact that he is not being extended uh, beyond the uh, franchise tag this year? Or does he just say, hey, give me my 13-point-some-odd million, and what I'll do is just get myself ready and play as well as I can this year so that folks around the league can actually see what they'll be getting next year? I think it's a win-win situation for Cam Robinson, I really do. I think he has a shot to have a, a very, very decent year under uh, with more results, with better results, because the team around him will be better. Other things to notice from uh, training camp that I am going to anticipate – the two first-round rookies from last year, von Chason and uh, C.J. Henderson. How do they play and respond under a new uh, defensive coordinator? And how do they play and respond with a new coach who is a master motivator? Uh, they needed it last year. It was, it was particularly C.J. from a mental standpoint with some of the things like he'd play well one week and then the next week he'd make a boneheaded mistake. I think those are critical things that you have. How are those guys going to respond in their rookie year? Last year coming in, it was a lame duck year. They you know, they probably wouldn't admit that, but once it was evident they weren't any good and once it was evident that there was going to be changes at the end of the season, you're like, man, what, what's going on here? You know what I'm saying? It's not the most motivating uh, environment for a player to be playing in or participating in. So I'm interested to see if those two guys – Can uh, if we can even remember that their first-round picks and not forget about them to see how they can step forward. All right, so who can surprise us with their performance in camp and turn themselves into the James Robinson of the 2021 version of the Jaguars? There's some candidates, man, and I'm going to give them to you, and I'm going to let you know exactly who those guys are. On Monday on Locked On Jaguars. I got to tell you guys about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is where you need to go uh, to get paid uh, on making these bets on sports. A lot of people can go to this site or that site, but it is not BetOnline because BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs through the playoffs. The Bucks are up 3-2. Can they close it out when they go home? Find out the likelihood that that's going to happen before you make a bet on the game. Now, head to the website to use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKED ON. BetOnline is your online sportsbook experts, and you can get all the latest news and odds and info on all your sporting needs, baseball. What's left of basketball and any UFC MMA action? Get it at Bet Online with the promo code LOCKED ON.
0: TurboTax experts make your moves count. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast. And this Locked On podcast is brought to you by TurboTax. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts will make sure that they count for you. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? Well, that's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That is a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start that quite literally would be a move or maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or you switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming or maybe you just rode the stock market to the moon and back any of those things that you did or any other moves that you made TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and every deduction you deserve filing with 100% accuracy and getting you your max refund. Guaranteed. So switch to TurboTax today. Make your moves; they'll make them count. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com/guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live.
2: All right, man. Running through this Monday edition of Locked On Jaguars. Glad to have you guys join us as we've gone back to the five-day schedule. A show every day, and I know you love it because it's your team every day here on Locked On Jaguars. Um, surprises. Who can surprise this season as someone who can step up and, and just shake everything up and just be someone that where'd he come from? He came out of nowhere. Who's that guy? Jay Tufeli, and I'm going to make sure when I get over there that I'm saying his name right. Is a three-technique defensive lineman out of Southern Cal. High motor, very, very high motor. Not as physically gifted as Taven Bryant. But for what he lacks with that, he probably is able to make up for in do-how and how, and how you get it done. He is, to me, the guy that could set this camp on fire because of his skill set, because of this scheme being tailor-made to fit him, I really believe that he's a candidate to absolutely bust out for the Jacksonville Jaguars this year. They're going to need some people along that defensive line. They're going to need people along that defensive line to really, really develop. Andre Sisco, he's a third-round pick, so why do I – think he's going to be a surprise well because he's coming off of an injury but I really really think he's a guy who's a third round pick who's going to probably have a chance to play like a first round pick um I'm not going to use anybody who's taken in the first or second round that's as far as I'm going to go with Cisco because he was coming off of an injury therefore uh I'm going to give him uh, the benefit of the doubt as a guy coming off of an injury who can really really make a bigger impact than you think um so some people may say that's not a surprise because he was a third rounder. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think he's going to play like a third rounder. I think he's going to play like a, a first round pick who was never even injured in the first place. I really, when I watch him play, there are guys that you watch tape. And when you watch the tape, some of the things that they do is they, they really, really, really flash. Like they come just off the screen. And they come flying off the screen like a Tasmanian Devil. And they change things and, and things, and they're really, really sudden in their approach and the way that they go about their business. And that's what I think this is. I really, really believe that there's an opportunity here for those two guys, more so than anyone else, to really have a huge impact on this team. Now, there's still also going to be some room for some guys who have been here uh, prior to Urban Meyer coming in that have a shot to really, really bust out. The one everybody would love to see bust out is Taven Bryan because he hasn't done much since he's been here, and we'll see the difference between whether it's coaching or whether it's—is this a thing about coaching or is this a thing about uh, him just being overdrafted? All right, so you'll have a chance to see that. I'm gonna give you one more name, and this is a guy who's a guy who's already here last year. I think Shaq Quarterman in this system, guys like him that played in Baltimore. Played really, really well. I think Shaq Quarterman has a shot to really, really set himself up to be the long-term answer at Mike Linebacker uh, beyond this year and next year. And it will let him know that they really, really have something. I think another year uh, in the NFL and another year in this system where he's just going to be a downhill guy who see seeing hit. He's a downhill see-and-hit guy. If guys up front can play, I think Shaq Quarterman will have a really, really good chance at showing up and showing the coaches what he can do. And I got to admit I'm a little bit biased in that area because I know the kid and I want him to do well. But there you go. The positions that uh, you have a shot, it's all going to be on defense. I think the offense is pretty much set. I think outside of uh, maybe Walker Little uh, moving somebody out of the way a little bit early, I think we know who those guys are. I do believe that if there's going to be some upsets or there's going to be some surprises, they're going to all come on the defensive side of the ball. Because there's a lot of newness there and with people, with personnel, and with the scheme, I do believe there's a shot for that to happen. You got a shot too, man. Uh, like a shot of espresso, you can watch Peter Bukowski or hear Peter Bukowski and watch him, I believe, too, on this YouTube channel. But every single day on Locked On Today, Locked On Today gives you 20 minutes fast and furious every single morning, Monday through Friday of all the sports stories going on around the not only the National Football League, but the entire world of sports and with the use of local experts. And you can get that on the Odyssey app also or wherever you get podcast. All right, man, we're still working out the kinks for the live shows or the uh, the uh, videos that we'll have up, so make sure that you subscribe. Uh, you can subscribe to those pages, Locked On NFL and Locked On Jaguars, and uh, we'll start dropping those in as soon as we get these snafus worked out. But I'll be back tomorrow with another show here on Locked On Jaguars, because like I said, it's your team every day, and as I always say, please take care of each other, and we'll see you and hear you next time.